You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. Hello, and welcome to this week's PlayStation Unchained. This is episode 7 of our currently running series. I will be your host this week, Chili. Well, not Mike for once. This is this is a turn of events, but he oh, yeah. is still with us. <laughs> I'm here. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, there would be no Unchained without Mike anyway, so we have to have him. Always have to have him. Oh, and we've got... No problem. How's your week been, Mike? Um, it's been pretty good, actually. It's been very, very busy in terms of PSU, but I've enjoyed it because there's nothing just like pumping out constant news articles. I, I really, really get a kick out of that. It's been really, really good, and I'm just geared up for the holiday season, man. Bring it on. Way. Yeah. Uh, I know you'll be ready for it. You're an amazing writer. and Oh, you're congr- too kind. Too kind. <laughs> <laughs> it's the least all I can say, mate. Um, <laughs> Cheers, man. It's good to have you hosting, man. This has been a this has been in the works for a while, guys. In case you wanted, you know, we've been wanting Billy, uh, Billy, Ben, <laughs> <laughs> a combination of Chili and Ben, Billy. <laughs> we've been wanting Ben to host for a while, so um, I'm glad to see him take the mic. Um, yeah, I can't wait, man. I'm looking forward to this podcast. Well, thank you. I hope it doesn't disappoint anyone. And um, we also have the good and amazing person, Paul. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, it has been a few weeks. Thing. Yeah, hey, Paul. it's good to be back on. Yeah, well, it's good to have you back on, mate. Yeah, you're a staple now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so how's your week been? Fine, yeah, it's good. Well, it's a bit hectic because I'm actually moving house, so <laughs> oh, drama. I know that feeling. I'm moving on Monday, so I uh, wish you the yeah. best of luck, mate. Well, I hope everything goes well. So, <clears throat> there's been a lot of news recently, so I don't know if we'll be able to cover everything in this podcast, but I hope to cover as much as possible. I'm gonna start with a nice big bombshell of. Assassin's Creed Liberation on the PS3. Oh yes, wow. Um, do you want to go first, or do you want me to comment on that? Because I've got a lot to, kind of a bit to say on that. <laughs> I just want to say why? Why ruin the Vita, one of the Vita's best game? Why? Uh, well, it's not ruined technically. It's, it is spreading it to a new audience. But what's the point of buying a handheld for games when you can wait a couple of months, maybe a year, and be able to play it on your nice big shiny TV rather than on the move? just feels wrong. I, oh, man, don't... Seriously, you're preaching to the choir there. I mean, yeah, it's great that they're... Okay, they're taking it to a new audience, like you said, but it's just like... Is there no such thing as a handheld exclusive anymore? I mean, not just the Vita, but, you know, look at the DS as well. We've got Resident Evil Revelations, you know, last year that came out, and now it's this year it's been remastered HD. We had Castlevania, um, I think it's Mirror of Fate, the 3DS one. Now that's coming out later this year. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's another one on the 3DS as well that's got the HD treatment, and now we've got Assassin's Creed as well. It's just like, I don't know, oh, it's just like you said, you know, wait 16, uh, 16 wait about um, 6, 12 months or whatever, and then you're going to get one on console. It really does, I don't know, I just feel like handheld he games. Does it just grind your gears? Yes, it does. It grinds them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's one of the main reasons I got the Vita for Assassin's Creed. I hate to say it, but I have not played it yet. <laughs> Never have I. Never it's have good. I. It's pretty good. It's not as good as the um, like the main the main series. It's it was a few. It's the frame rate drops a bit, and there's a few nasty bugs in it. But I think it's a good game. I, I definitely I recommend playing it if you haven't. I suppose this is as good as chance as any if you can yeah. get it on PSN to play it. But yeah, it, it feels no. It is. I don't know. 
I'm not going to get it on PS3 as well. But it's a, it's a beta game as far as I'm concerned, so I'm keeping it on my beta. That sounds like a good plan to me. What do you think, yeah. Paul? Uh, well, I've not played it, so if I do play it, I'll probably just get the PS3 version because, like Mike said, there are a few technical things from what I've heard. Technical yeah. issues. So I'm guessing that those will be fixed for the PS3 version. So that's probably the one to play in that regard. It's being remastered as well, so a new, uh, remastered soundtrack, there's some new missions in there yeah. and stuff, so I suppose, yeah. Um, I think that's another reason why I'm annoyed, because you guys are getting extra stuff, and if it doesn't yeah. come from the beta version, that really, that really is a bit of a kick in the yeah. nuts, that is, but there we go. Yeah, it would be good that if it does contain some DLC or any extra content, then it would be nice to add it as maybe as an incentive, as a free thing on the store, for people who already own the game, as a thank you for purchasing the original buggy yeah, yeah, beta I like version yeah i like the sound of that definitely that way you don't feel cheaped out for having you know for people that have just waited why you you know yeah I, I totally agree with that definitely man oh well there we go if you haven't played it yet get it though that's the thing definitely <laughs> well from one bombshell to another let's go on to this drama involving <laughs> Hideo kojima and his comment about sexy women now, oh yes, having over-sexualized yeah. women in games is bad, I guess. Yes, it's wrong nowadays to have women just for sex objects. That's wrong. But this is the yeah. same guy that spent hours making sure that one car- one boss character had a camel toe in Metal Gear Solid 4. And... What? Are you ju- I honestly <laughs> never heard that before. Are yeah, you serious? Yeah, if you play... Which boss? I can't remember who it is, but it was one of the uh, four... Oh yeah, yeah, I know. In the beast unit, yeah, yeah. beast unit's where she she starts seduces you when you lay on the bed, and you can like do a photo op with her. Oh, it's God. like a secret oh. Easter egg. Oh, I think I know which one you mean. I think it's the first one. Yeah, kind and yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Is it laughing octopus? I think. Yeah, so, and uh, and in Metal Gear Solid One, if you kept going back and forth in the vents when Meryl's captured, yeah. you can see her stretching her underwear. Yeah, and you can do that as well if you, you know, when you spot her um, and she runs into the women's toilets yeah. and you have follow her. And if you get there quick enough, she's there in her underwear. So, yeah. so yeah. this whole making quiet look sexy, this is some sort of bombshell. It's just following <laughs> uh, his current pattern of things, really, to be honest to me. Yeah, it's nothing new to me. He's been doing this since yeah. you know, the PS1 day, so I'm not surprised. I just... I don't know, I thought we would have progressed beyond this kind of thing now. Yeah. I mean, it, just, it makes you feel that, you know, I mean, it, it's just, I don't like, I'm not saying it to slag him off, but it just makes it seem like some just really pervy guy who hasn't, like, got past an adolescent, you know, who's got, going through puberty or something, and he's making games in his basement. He might know? be a bit pervy, but you, you got to admit, it's his game. And yeah. if he wants to do it like that, then as long as it's not hurting people, as long as it's rated properly... As long as it doesn't hurt the actress, it doesn't. As long as you don't get slapped in the face every time it happens, <laughs> it's really it's just a game. It's a bit of entertainment, and yeah, you see it in movies, you see it in TV, you see it in adverts. Yeah, you do. I think my I think my the problem I have is just it's not really doing. It's still all it's doing is just perpetuating the kind of um, uh, opinion that you know games can't you know women in games just can't be anything more than sexual objects yeah. and i just think it'd be nice to I try and that. subvert that kind of viewpoint yeah. by having something that doesn't do this anymore because it's metal gear solid 
is a really intelligent game apart from all that. It's got a deep storyline, oh. it's got some great acting and everything. Very confusing think... storyline, but an amazing one. Yeah, yeah, very confusing, but amazing stuff. Yeah. It's got great production, but it's got so much going for it, and I just think that kind of stuff would drag it down more. It's, um, oh, I don't know, but there we go. But... Paul, I think you seem to agree a bit there. <laughs> yeah, but I think that like it said to do it to sell the, the figures, which to me just seems... Yeah, I agree, that is a bit... It's, yeah, it's not... I mean, wasn't he? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Wasn't he misquoted on something though? Because his original, the original story was, um, it was said that he he was quoted as saying erotic, and then it was that was changed, and he was just saying he said something else. It wasn't quite as um, yeah. in a, such a sexualized. I don't know. I suppose he meant the same thing, but I know there was definitely a misquotation yeah. there because he definitely clarified yeah. it. But I think it was still the same principle. Yeah. To be fair, though, I think everyone will just end up buying the snake figure anyway and ignoring yeah, most of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I would. I do. I, uh, solid snake figure, and not fussed about anything else. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Anyway, well, that's that's my viewpoint on that. Uh, I'm quite strong with that, but there we go. Well, everyone's different, so it's fair enough to be honest. Yeah. yeah. You know, if we're all the same, then gaming would be incredibly boring. Yeah, it would. Well, I'm, I'm sure. sure. I'm, I'm sure I appreciate it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> uh, well, I think all the men will appreciate it, but they'll be like, <laughs> no, 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 can't have that on our telly. Yeah, but um, yeah. I think I've had it rammed down me enough with Metal Gear. I think um, <laughs> e, um, is it Eve, Eve or Eva? I can't bloody remember. Yeah, Eve with the whole. Yeah, yeah Eva. Yeah, I, I, in Metal Gear Solid Three, I think that was uh, more than enough um, horny Hideo for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, with the whole. That was, that was clearly um, sort of a James Bond thing, wasn't it? You know, the femme fatale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was done well though. That was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Quiet might be done well as well. We don't know till the game's out. She looks like a boring character. She looks like a boring um, character, but Eve technically yeah. looked a bit boring when you looked at the images before. It's hard to fight. it's hard to judge people just by going, look at look yeah, at that. I just want to get my hands on the game. To be honest, give me a damn release date. Oh, I can't wait! <laughs> yeah. I want to throw him all my money, all the money. What's next, then, man? Um, PS4 has no YouTube sharing. Hmm. Possibly. This was weird. This, yeah. This, this is uh, this isn't related to the show, but this is related to um, being able to use capture card you know ah. like external capture card yeah this is what the issue is because with the ps3 it's something called hdcp which yeah. sort of blocks you allowing to record using hdmi because um, the ps3 has it so you can't record without using using hdmi without using um, a splitter which yeah. sort of removes it but because the ps4 doesn't have you know av8 components or whatever they're saying like you won't be able to use capture cards at all but obviously, don't know. Sony haven't said. Yoshida said that we'll listen to the fans. And we want to do the right thing, so we don't know. But I'm pretty sure it was confirmed that he can upload to YouTube using the share button. Well, that's good to know. But there's also another way to get around it, even if there isn't. Normally, when you stream on Twitch TV, I, I, until the PS4 is out, I can't test this myself, or until someone announces it. Normally, when you stream on Twitch TV, it will save a backup on Twitch TV for you to download. So, even if you can't upload it straight to YouTube, which would be a lot less hassle, you could easily log into your Twitch TV account, download the video on your PC, and then re-upload it onto YouTube if you so wanted to. Mm, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, and there's nothing to say, like, you can't record a video and then from the PS4 and then you know transfer it over to your pc directly yeah. like that you yeah. know and then edit it yeah. there or whatever so yeah. i don't know i think i think people are making a bigger deal out of it than it really is 
I um yeah, I, I wish I could add more to that, but I I don't go for I'm not really technically minded in that sense. I don't you I never use the PSC for capturing stuff and streaming. I'll stream any of that kind of stuff. I've never really used any of my consoles to do that kind of thing. So I really I don't have anything to add there. To be honest, I would have thought. You two would be there, though. I mean, it's, it, it seems like common sense to me. I mean, everyone uses it these days. It's one. It would make yeah. much more sense to have YouTube there just because of how massive it is. But, yeah, unfortunately, I can't offer any more insight there. Sorry. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't stream, but I do plan to as soon as the PS4 comes out. Yeah, same here, yeah. I'm yeah. planning probably to start uploading videos and things like that, maybe do Twitch streams, whatever. So, yeah. I'm glad the functionality's there in the PS4. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, 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 even if it's just a starting point for people, it's there for them yeah. to try out. Yeah, and if they then want to get a capture card or whatever, then can. Yeah. Now, Sweet. now to start covering the bit that I've been really excited for. Mm-hmm. Killzone Shadow Falls multiplayer will not have some sort of an XP system like a traditional, traditional con- uh, first-person shooter. But in fact, will have challenges, where you, well, like pretty much every first-person shooter, really. Or like a lot of oh, RPGs, one, where you you know you do enough, yeah. So, any ideas on if you like that idea of getting rid of the XP system? Um, sorry, Paul, you go ahead first, mate. Is it true you start off with every gun unlocked? I'm sure I heard that somewhere. Right. Yeah, everything's unlocked from the beginning. Every weapon, but I know you can. The challenges unlock attachments. I'm sure that's what I heard. That sounds like a more interesting thing because the one thing I hate is like from like one of my favourite guns in single player, you have to wait ages to get it in multiplayer or whatever or a gun you mm. want to try. So uh, yeah, yeah, it seems I, different. <clears throat> sorry, um, I uh, I wrote this story. I'm pretty sure I wrote this story. Yes, you did, saying, Mike. Yeah, yeah. Paul, um, <laughs> all right, cool. No, Paul, you're right. I think it um it does unlock attachments and stuff. I can't remember specifically if they're all unlocked from the beginning for weapons, but. The challenges um, as you go up, you do you can unlock attachments, and I think you can uh, put two at any one time on or something like that. Um, um, but as for my overall opinion, I mean, like I said, you probably heard me say this a couple of weeks ago. I'm I'm not really a multiplayer gamer. A Killzone Shadow not Shadowfall, Killzone Mercenary was the first one I really played online, and actually I enjoyed it. So I don't really I can't really say oh this is better than that or whatever. But I like the idea of. Um, changing things up and I like I've always liked something of a challenge I imagine it must be quite um, uh, satisfying when you meet stuff like that because some of them aren't going to be easy I think there was one example outlined in there and uh, uh, as an easier one there was another a slightly more difficult one like shoot someone who's carried a beacon with a specific weapon or something like that so I, I reckon they'll be quite good to, you know to test your skills and stuff but yeah I mean I to be honest I'd, I'd have to have a bit more experience with online multiplayer but I did like um, Mercenaries though definitely give that a go it's I'm surprised you didn't want them to do it something like how Mercenaries does it where you can unlock the game unlock the gun sorry in the single player mode and then carry on with them in the yeah. multiplayer that's yeah, that's good yeah that's good yeah that, as long as you've got the money yeah. and as long as you have yeah. money yeah it's good because I um, I remember in one match um, I was losing quite badly so I wanted to <laughs> I, yeah that happens a lot I chose I figured I'd choose another weapon a rocket launcher and I didn't have it so I just bought it because I had enough money and then unlocked that loadout and then just played um, had that on the next game and managed to do quite well so that was really cool that you're going to slap that me because really I still cool. haven't bought mercenaries <laughs> <laughs> don't worry I ain't going to slap you <laughs> Get it when you can. Yeah, I, I love yeah it. it's a good game. It's a really good game, yeah. Oh, you like it as well, do you, Paul? 
Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Oh, good man. Good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my opinion as far as that goes. You, uh, yeah. So I'll shut up now. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> Keep carrying on. I don't mind. No, no, it's fine. I don't really have anything uh, to add. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking forward to it. Oh, uh, you're not. I'm not. You're not the only one. I'm really looking forward to Shadowfall. It's just, yeah. going to be my launch title for the PS4, I think. I think that. Yeah. Yeah, one of. Well, yeah, we got Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed, oh, Shadowfall, Dri- Drive Club, all those amazing yeah, games. Battlefield, Call yeah. of Duty, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I cannot carry all these games. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got the digital stuff yeah. as well. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Very cool. So I'm going to quickly cover some reviews now. We've had a review of Kingdom Hearts by the amazing and brilliant and smart and great to talk to, Carl Prowl. I hope I said his name right. Where yeah. he reviewed Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 Remix Review. He gave it a 9.5 and he says it's gorgeous in 1080p, attention to detail in remaster and the good final mix content which I'm going to expand on and say yes, it's finally out in the UK. Um, we dislike the 358 out of 2 days. Why is it here? Chains of Memories <laughs> remaster is not as impressive as the rest. Um, and he says, still the value proposition of Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 remix is undeniable. Square Enix has crafted a remarkable package with a loving adoration for its source material. And when Kingdom Hearts final mix, enough new content changes to give loyalists like me a fresh experience. Kingdom Hearts HD 1.5 remix, the best HD collection yet produced. Passion-fueled love letter to patient fans and the visually arresting introduction, introduction to characters, worlds, gameplays, and that it deserves every beautiful pixel. Anyone got oh, any comments? It, then. <laughs> um, I haven't played Kingdom Hearts before. I was saying this to Carl. I really need to, and he gave me a list of like what I need to play. And it seems like there's a lot of games <laughs> to catch up on, not just Kingdom Hearts one and two. There's tons of stuff there, like spin-offs and everything. So. Um, I like the fact that he gave it a 9.5 because I've been seeing mixed reviews on this and I just think it's great that a game that's that, um, obviously I think it's about a decade old now, I still think it's cool that it can still um, live up to um, today's standards in a way, even despite, its, even despite its age. So that's really um, that's, that's really cool and the fact that they've obviously done a good job of the HD remaster and everything. So yeah, I'm pleased about that. I think it sounds really, really cool. That's definitely going to be a buy for me if I can get around to it. That's pretty good to hear, and you, Paul? I've never played Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> That's just just one of those things. Never played it. Never got yeah, right into it. Yeah, yeah. I so, missed that one. <laughs> yeah, I might be interested in it. I might not. If I get around to it, I do. If I don't, I don't. <laughs> well, I, I wanted to add in the fact that this is the first time that the PS2 version of Chains of Memories has been released in Europe before it was American and Japan exclusive. So this is the oh, wow. first time we can actually play Rechains of Memories. We could play the, play the Game Boy Advance version, but not the actual PS2. That's weird. I can't see why. It's weird that they came out in Japan and America and not Europe. Usually yeah. it's just Japan gets yeah. it and nothing else does. But because, wow, I haven't heard... Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what you because say? of raisins. That's why, I guess. Square was oh. in those moments that back then where they didn't like Europe. It's the same time oh. that it took... <laughs> what was it? Almost, I think it's about seven months for Fantasy Twelve to come out here after the uh, after the American version. So yeah, I, I, it's one of those days when you thought oh, we're not getting it, just being square. <laughs> um, 
Okay, let's go on to our next review. Um, Puppeteer yeah. by the amazing Tim Nunes. Yeah. Where yeah. you go, Tim? I I still Ooh. can't believe did that he did that amazing Fantasy fourteen review. Anyway, back to this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we like the healthy, vast, influential combinations. The celibus, celibus, the calibrous, <laughs> 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 calibrous diversification platforming. The overzealous narrative is entertaining. Minimal replay value, borderline repetitive. Oh, we dislike. Sorry, minimal replay replay value, borderline repetitive gameplay, collecting heads, lost opportunity. Yeah. And he's really made a long paragraph to end his review. The theoretical style might be overbearing for some, but adds the genuine whimsical flair of the game that in itself cannot be mimicked. It may be a while before I run to Kutaru and the realm of puppeteer, but I'll think about it for a long time. Kutaru, the Moonbank King. And the cast of makeshift halfwits, conveying allies and hearty companions, make this an equal opportunity title accessible to everyone. But as much like radical new combination, puppeteer is best taken in small doses. Certainly, there's something franchise-worthy here, and it wouldn't take much effort to improve the formula for each instalment, making the sky the limit for such ambitious title. Yeah, it does sound a good quirky title, but very still very cool. I do look forward Um, to trying to purchase it in the future. Yeah, I'd like to see them try and make a series out of that. That could be quite cool, actually. I think it'd be nice to have more quirky titles like that, you know, rather than just one-offs and everything. Like, I'm looking forward to some of the other stuff they got, like that Rain as well, you know. That was announced around the same time as Puppeteer. So it'd be nice to see more of those Sony Japan games come out and do well. So, yeah, I mean, I haven't played it yet, but um, it does sound quite cool. Yeah, I I can't wait until I can buy... I've spent too much money recently that I can't afford another game. I'd, I, to be honest, I don't have time for another game. I'd have to split into three people yeah. to try and play them all as it is. <laughs> Not a feeling, yeah. Um, yeah. And you, Paul, what's your opinion? Uh, yeah, it's puppeteer. Yeah, it's something you know that you don't really see that often. You know, the unique style and you know the interesting sort of mechanics and that using the cutting and things like that. But I get the sense that I'd have preferred it on the Vita. I don't know why. I thought it was a Vita title. Yeah, <laughs> I remember doing the news story on it and writing PS Vita because I thought, oh yeah, this is totally yeah. Vita. <laughs> and you corrected me. It was like it's PS3. I was like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, so I totally agree with you there. Definitely. Yeah, I think I think it'd have been great on the Vita, but I, I mean, still, it's an interesting game and it looks good. Yeah, I think it's a game I want to play. Yeah. You're not the only one, Paul. I kept thinking it was a Vita game myself, just like Mike. I I kept thinking. Yeah. Oh, this is. I might be able to put my PS Vita on now. Play this game, uh, and then, yeah. yeah, I got confused. Yeah, it's just got that. I think it's just got that vibe of a PS3. You know, a PS Vita game is quirky. You know, the scissor mechanic just seems to. I don't know. For some reason, I just had. Yeah, I just had touch screen. You know, touch yeah. it written all over. I don't know. And the head mechanic and stuff. I don't know. Yeah, just totally. It totally suited that. But it can be used with Move, I believe. PS Move. That's. Uh, I think so. Probably. Sounds yeah, like a game so... that'd be used for move. And by the I'm sure it is. And by the way, he wrote we dislikes about the levels. It sounds like it was designed for the video as well because shorter levels means you can pick up and play any way time you want. Oh yeah, that's tailored for Vita, definitely. So yeah. if, if they put made it for the Vita, even just made a port of it, that we dislike would then probably become a we like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. What score did he give it again? Um, one sec. It was a eight point oh. Eight. Yeah. Oh, right, nice. yeah. cool. And the average review score is nine, but. Oh, right, nice. So our readers liked it then. Yeah. 
And now for NHL 14 review by again the always busy, always <laughs> working incredibly hard. And British loving yeah. journalist that he is. <laughs> and yes. and even after well, last week he was knackered, tiring, but he still popped on the podcast because he's that good. Tim News. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you go, girl. You go, you go. Oh, you go, girl. <laughs> and he gave this game a 8.0. There's no average review score because it's literally just popped onto the site as I'm speaking. It's hot. It's hot. It's so hot, I'm burning my lap with it. <laughs> EA Sports, after years of change and experimentation, experimentation, oh, I, yeah, I can't even talk tonight has generated something that brings in players both old and new in a new way in a way that even other EA sport games haven't done. Even though NHL four mode doesn't go too far or last very long, it's a genuine merth- genuine method that makes NHL fourteen accessible to more and more player people across many facets of past experiences or lack therefore of any other sports titles available. The online aspect of the game are on a positive track as well, but the unresponsive menus and unsophisticated AI still make their appearance. NHL 14 is an exciting experience that hockey fans of any age can pick up and play. I I can't comment because I'm not a big sports fan. Yeah, I think this would be uh, this is definitely a, a niche kind of title as far as this week's podcast goes. I, I the uh, the only thing I can say is I edit. I used to edit because they're annual entries like this, along with NBL and everything. I always used to edit these because we'd have guys who would do these reviews every year. So I thought, kind of feel like I know the games so well because I've spent time editing them. But um, yeah, I think um, it's they've obviously been upgrading each and every year it sounds like i reckon if you're a fan of this kind of stuff it definitely sounds like it's worth picking up and they managed to it's good that they can keep them fresh each year because that that must be a quite a hard job but that's about as far as i can go because i haven't played them like i said i've only read them read reviews so i guess if you're a fan then there's something there for you but yeah that's it (laughs) the only nhl game i've played is one of the very early ones on the mega drive Oh only, man! Only notable because you could hit the opposition players, you could make them fight, <laughs> make players fight each other. Seriously, yeah, you could make so you can punch them. Yeah, EA, wow. add that back to the game, and I might actually buy yeah. it. I may yeah. buy it. I think this game does have because um, I edited this review actually for Tim. This game does have some kind of um, fight um, kind of aspect to it. Yeah, I think it does yeah. have some sort of fighting in it. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Here comes yeah. a new challenger. <laughs> <laughs> So I think we should get on to our main topic of the week, don't you guys yeah, think? That's a, yeah, yeah, sure. That's a um, news, the PS Vita TV sells out in Japan. The PS Vita TV is announced. Yeah, that's for uh, the big one. I for Japan, not for North America or Europe. Nope, Japan only yeah. for now. Yes, Yoshida yeah. have teased. Yoshida has teased that there will be a European and North American launch of the Vita TV. In which case, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god yes. <laughs> I plan to pre-order that thing as soon as the pre-orders start. Doesn't it make your Vita just kind of like useless though? I mean, if you're just going to play it on the TV all the time, wouldn't you think the whole point of having a Vita? Uh, not every game works. Yeah. On it. Oh, okay. Only games Watch. that don't have touchscreen capabilities or use a the lot. camera. So pretty much, pretty much, fifty percent of the Vita games don't work. Oh, okay. Very but right. it's not the actual Vita part that interests me. That is just a nice little bonus. That's a Brucey bonus. <laughs> the thing that I can't wait for is the remote play 
capabilities of this system. I want to put the Vita box in my bedroom yeah. onto my smaller TV, and then when I get my nice shiny PS4 in the front room, if I want to say, oh, I want to play the PS4 in bed, I want to watch Netflix. Oh, look, I've got the Vita box. I can turn that PS4 on using the Vita box, load up Netflix onto my bedroom TV, and watch Netflix. Sounds like you've got it all planned out. Oh, I've got it all planned out. <laughs> But that's the main reason why, yes, I can play PS Vita games and eventually Gaikai games, which will be PS3, Vita, PSP and blah, blah, blah. But for me, it's the fact, the convenience of being able to stream the PS4 on two separate TVs in two separate rooms. Yeah, I can see the appeal there if you're you're a heavy Netflix viewer and all that kind of stuff, which I'm not. But yeah, I can, can, someone like you, Ben, I can see that's um, definitely a must-buy. Yeah, I... Um, uh, I don't really, I haven't really thought much about this to be honest. I mean, I really just started game properly gaming on my Vita to be honest. And like to suddenly move on to the TV, uh, playing these games on the TV. I don't know if I, I don't know. I just, I, I like the handheld. Help, you know, I like using the game, the games how it is on there. Although, although to be honest, with um, if you said that the touchscreen ones won't work, then most of my games are touchscreen. So it kind of like um, defeats the point for me, I guess you could say. So I'm not really sure what um. If I were you, I, I remember this. Um, it kind of reminds me of the Game Boy, uh, a similar thing for the Game Boy years ago, where you could like put this thing into your SNES and you could play Game Boy games on the TV. I still have one, Not... the Super Game Boy. That's it, the Super Game Boy. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, yeah. It totally reminds me of that. <laughs> I used that for about two seconds and we realised they looked like crap on the TV. But, but obviously that's changed. But also, you also had that thing of the fact that it um, was in colour. They played your Game oh, Boy yeah, games in yeah, colour. Yeah, it was in colour, yeah, yeah. That was a nice bonus to see Warrior Land in colour. Oh, no, I see. I, I played Pokemon Red and Blue in colour with the custom background. It looked quite cool. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Sorry, I, I can't really add much about it. I think it's a really cool concept, though, definitely. Yeah. But I'd be surprised if it didn't come out anywhere else. That, that was kind of... So I thought that would have been a, a worldwide announcement for that. That's kind of surprising. But, but yeah. I think... Um, there we go. That's me, that's me done. <laughs> um, Paul? Um, yeah, I think... It's a no-brainer for North America and Europe, I think. It seems like it was designed more for the West than it was for Japan, because obviously Japan seems to be more into the handheld these days. Yeah. So, Guarding actually getting one, I mean, it's an interesting device. I like the Vita's OLED screen. Oh, yeah. yeah, that is, a, that yeah. is a, beautiful, a beautiful screen. Yes. Oh, yeah. And it's also going as well, because obviously the new Vita model has an LCD screen. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably won't be as nice. So glad I've got one of the earlier Vitas. Oh yeah, yeah, Way. me too. Yeah, early yeah. adopters for the win. Go Vita <laughs> yeah. love. Yeah, Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pleased so, about that. Yeah, it seems like a nice device, and the Vita TV. No, and, uh, it could do well. So hope it does, because if that means more games for the Vita, then I'm all for it. Yeah, that's one of the. Yeah, anything that's. I'm sorry, Ben. That, it's, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's one of the major bonuses of this idea. Even if the games are designed for the Vita box, they'll still work on your normal Vita. So, there's no yeah. real yeah. loss. And then there's also the price of the lovely device. If they keep with the same sort of pricing as it is in Japan, then it should be about. I'd say about seventy quid. Would you say? Wow. They'll probably might put a bit. Yeah, there'll be a bit of a like, up price, yeah, but. Like... 80, 90, or maybe even 100, but... Even 100 quid, that's still... You're getting a Vita. Yeah. yeah. For 100 quid. Uh, that's good. That, that's actually a really good price, yeah. Even 100. Even at, yeah. I think it'll be 99 99 
And then oh, the pack yeah. will be £130 with the controller. But which controller? It'll be a Dual Shot 3, won't it? Not a Dual Shot 4, because the PS4 will be out by the time it comes out. They're patching it for Dual Shot 4. Yeah. So. Yeah, for Japan, because so the PS4 is only out next year, though. But the, the TV's coming out this year. That's why, but by the time it comes out, the TV comes oh, out, of course, it, yeah, yeah. will be out. So. I reckon it'll probably have, it may come with a PS4 controller because it does have the touchpad, so more games will probably be supported. From what I've been hearing, the touchpad won't be supported for the games though. Seriously? Yeah. Well, that seems like an obvious thing to do. Yeah, it's kind of. Wow. So I think it'll just be bundled with a DualShock 3 to make sure that the price of the actual bundle is still low. I think Amazing. that's the reason why it'll be because they'll think, well, if you've got a PS4. You've got a PS4 mm-hmm. DualShock 4, so you've got that anyway. If you bought the Vita box, you might not. Might. You probably do have a PS3, come on. But you might not have a PS3, so you might not have a DualShock. So even if you yeah. get a DualShock 3, you still have some sort of controller for the Vita box. And it'll save yeah, them a bit true. of money. Not much, probably, yeah. but, you know, what... Cheaper, yeah. yeah. The DualShock 3 probably is cheaper to make than the DualShock 4. So, they'll be saving the money in the production of the DualShock 3. Yeah. And they'll have still have a reason for people to buy a PS4's extra controller if they want the multiplayer for their friends. Yeah. Again, Very true, yeah. I don't want to be right. I'd rather be... I want to be wrong about this. <laughs> I want Sweat yeah. Sony to phone me right now and say, No, Ben, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> We're phoning you at 9pm at night just to tell you you're wrong. Because we're like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as you mentioned the Vita new model, I might as well bring it up as well. What did you think of it yourself? Uh, I mean, something I like the fixed PS buttons down select because they're a bit of a pain to press at times. Uh, But the screen... I mean, it was obvious that if they were going to produce a cheaper Vita, that the OLED screen was going to go, because it's probably the most expensive thing on the Vita, but uh, I'm glad I've got man. Glad i got the OLED screen. And Mike? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, I think it's um, I think it's a cool you know, design and stuff. So the designs always look pretty good, but I'd like Paul... Um... I'm glad I still got the original model for the screen and everything, but um, I'm just more... I'm more interested... I'm just more kind of like well I suppose happier for like a better term because yeah. it mean, hopefully mean that um, Vita's sales will improve because this kind of stuff usually does boost obviously a booster booster console, console's adoption when they re, you know retweak the design and everything so yeah. hopefully this will be the start of a, a shot in the arm in terms of Vita sales because um, it does pretty much need it so I, I, in terms of that I think it's great I think I don't blame it for doing it and hopefully it will stimulate sales but I'm not I don't really mind but I'm not you know, but I've got this, the earlier version I'm happier with. I wouldn't probably go out and buy the slim version just because, you know, no. for the sake of it, when it comes out, I'm happy with my um, OLED screen, like Paul is. Yeah. <clears throat> I would have got one if it had an HDMI port. Oh, I would. That'd be... But then they'd have less sales for the Vita box. I think it might yeah. get into that. Yeah. And also, as well, um, the mystery port on top, you know, that's gone on the new one. You know the mystery part on the current Vita, the, the, on next to the game card. Yeah. There's, an, there's a little part, there's a little flap oh, in there with a mystery part. We don't know. Nobody knows. No one knows, and we'll never know now because they're getting rid of it. <laughs> I think. It, I wonder what the hell. Yeah, that was. I don't know. 
they did that with um, the PS1. That had a mission report on the back. Yeah. I think the PS2 did as well. Yeah, the PS2 had stuff. for a while. Yeah, and then that went. So they seem to do it. Sony seems so that put mission reports on the consoles and never use them. Well, my... Did PS3 have something on it and then they dropped it at one point? Uh, that was memory card slots, you know, yeah. for... Oh, right. They weren't uh, mysteries, though, which is a shame. Yeah, they weren't mystery. I hope oh, they bring oh, the mystery right. port back for the PS4. <laughs> I want them well, to add a mystery port just from yeah. now till then. Oh, we know the auxiliary port on the PS4 is for the camera, so it's not a mystery. No, but I think they should just add one now. Just, just, just throw one just in. Just for yeah. no reason. Yeah. Just love, yeah, just chuck it in. No explanation. <laughs> What's this? Gonna po- have to open, so- open up all them boxes of consoles they've produced. <laughs> fit it on. Maybe they've already done it. They just haven't shown <laughs> us. It's a secret port. Oh yeah, that, that's, that actually reminded me about the Vita one. I always wondered what I was looking at the other day, thinking, "What the hell is this for?" <laughs> yeah. Oh well, there we go. I don't know. I was expecting some sort of HDMI converter thing, like the they have. That's what, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was hoping for. Like they've got for the phones with the like, micro USB. To HDMI sort of thing. Yeah, and the PSP has one, doesn't it? To component, it has like a stick it in the bottom, and it goes. Yeah. Component, you know, for TV. Yeah, it's the usual thing to do. You stick it in the bottom, and eventually it'll go. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> so while we're talking about Vita news, I know there's a bit short early, but I want to announce that we will be having Shahid on our podcast soon more details more more details at the end of the podcast so make sure you stay tuned for that (laughs) excitement building up yeah Yeah, definitely yeah that's uh, our um, good indie dev yeah we can't really call him a friend but yeah Carl spoke to him Carl spoke to him actually I'm quite friendly with him on Twitter he's a nice guy yeah. Oh, there you go then, yeah. So yeah, that's for, that'd be um, first of our special guest lineup. Yep. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so, that's pretty much all the major news, really. I think of, oh, the Sony VR headset, the A on A. Oh, God. Um, I'm, I'm not going to even bother with that kind of thing. That, uh, just does, that just goes over my head. I'm not really into those kind of gadget kind of those expensive kind of gadgets so not really bothered about that Paul? Uh, if it works well VR could be interesting but I mean obviously Oculus Rift I mean that looks interesting and I'd probably if it's got to be ridiculously expensive isn't it let's be honest at least initially but if it dropped to a reasonable enough price then I'd probably have a look at it I'd probably pay up to about 200 quid for it maybe Jeez, yeah, and if enough games supported it. Yeah, well. if the, if that, I would like a bundle like with the VF, the original Sony 3D TV with that the split screen ability, which I'm oh, yeah. sure had a bundle with a couple of games with it when it launched, fun brightly, or at least a lot of places that sold it had that bundle. Yeah, that that 3D bundle. Wasn't yeah, it? so it'd be good yeah. if they have some sort of VR bundle where you get maybe one or two VR based games and the headset for 200 quid maybe though knowing Sony it'll be 200 quid plus the 100 pound Sony tax <laughs> I'll buy it if they remake Resident Evil 2 and make it a uh, virtual reality game <laughs> I'd buy it if you can get Wipeout virtual reality well that'd be pretty sweet R.I.P. Psygnosis oh yeah Slash Studio Liverpool oh yeah yeah oh Psygnosis god oh. that takes me back <laughs> yeah Memories. <laughs> oh yeah, the nineties. Oh man, uh, still can't believe. 
Oh no, I'm just going off on tangent there. Yeah, we're just going back <laughs> off to. Uh, anyway, so what has everyone been playing this week? Pretty much covered um, the news now. So what you guys been playing? Bike. Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I've been well. Obviously, I've been playing um, a bit of Killzone. Now I finished a review. I've just been going into the multiplayer really and dipping in and out. I do like. Like I said, this has been my first kind of multi- proper multiplayer experience, at least with a shooter. And I just love the convenience of the Vita that you can just load, quickly turn it on. I mean, I've just had mine in like sleep mode most of the time. So I load it, turn it back on, go into the menu, load up a game, just a quick 10 minute game. It's just, I love the convenience of doing that. You know, no must, no fuss, just in and out like that. You know, I just, I think that I, I really do enjoy that. And I think it's probably, I reckon I can see myself. Um, gaming online more on the Vita than the PS3 simply because it's just so much more convenient so yay to that I'm quite pleased and I actually did quite well as well I blew a couple of people up the rocket launcher from a safe point which was really <laughs> hilarious to watch <laughs> just, they, I just remember they were fighting on the stairs and I, had, had, I was just oh, completely over the other side of the map and I thought, oh, well, there's no one around there. I'll just see if it works. And I just kept shooting a shot on with a rocket launcher and like caught three in one blast. I was like, yes. And the funny thing is they couldn't even see me either. They were looking around, you know, moving their guns up in the air and stuff, turning in circles. It was just hilarious. I can't believe I got away with that. But yeah, apart from that, um, I'm still going through Mass Effect again. I've, um, I can't remember what I mentioned on the last podcast, whether I start mentioned or I started it again. But I'm going through as a female shepherd this time. Um, which is really really cool. I like the um, it's. I didn't think it would feel as different as it does, but it really does because the player has been. I've actually. I think actually. I think I did mention it because I remember talking about customizing it, which I've done, and it feels a lot more personal. And of course, I'm I'm doing like a a Paragon playthrough, like almost exclusively Paragon, with only like one or two Renegade options. So, it. I'm enjoying that. I'm seeing new scenes I haven't done before. I've got the DLC for that. Uh, bring down the sky for Mass Effect One with this because I'm on that one at the moment. So I, I never seen that, and I've um, actually done a lot of um, side quests that I'd never done before, which is really good. So it's, I swear, every time I play that game, because this is my third playthrough, it's, I see something new every time. It's just great, man. So I'm really enjoying that. Um, I dipped into a bit of an odd sort of out of the blue Tekken Six on the Vita because I'm lacking. I haven't played Tekken for ages because no one wants to play me anymore. My friends <laughs> have enough of it, and um, I haven't been on the PS3 that much, so I haven't been on Tekken Tag Two. So I thought, well, at the end of the day. I've got it on the Vita. I can just do a couple of practice sessions, do some ghost battles. Again, the convenience of it is just really, really awesome. So dipping in and out, just to keep and um, just to keep me practice for my combos and stuff, keep it fresh. And I've been slowly get started up GTA uh, Liberty City Stories again because I was about oh I don't know halfway through that um, a couple of months ago, and I put it on hold just to concentrate on some other stuff. So I'm going back on that. And once I've done that, I'll probably start GTA 4 for the first time, <laughs> believe it or not. Oh, uh, well, first time? First time? Yeah. Yes, I never got around to it. I've only been... Just as GTA 5's coming out, you thought, oh, Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Five years too late. <laughs> yeah, years. over five years, yeah. Yeah, but no, I've only five been... Five years, damn. I know, oh, I can't God. believe it, yeah, same for Metal Gear 4. Um, it's... Yeah. I've never been... I haven't really been into GTA before this, so it's only when I got Liberty City... No, sorry, Vice City Stories for the um, Vita as a PSP download, but I even into it i did when i was freelancing like oh five years five no six years ago for a site i reviewed the ps2 version of vice city stories and i liked it but i never really had the time to finish it so i thought no i'm gonna do it this time and i just it sucked me in so i'm completely hooked now on um, gta so yeah um that's pretty much been it really sounds pretty good to me yeah Um, i'd like to diversify i juggle a lot of games in one go 
You'll probably hear me talking about Shenmue not too <laughs> into the future as well. Uh, but that's an amazing uh, game, so there's there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, uh, you can't find many people who like Shenmue these days. It's always refreshing new when you find someone you <laughs> like. <laughs> um, so, Paul, have you been up to much? Uh, well, I've been playing uh, Killzone Mercenary, same as Mike. Uh, got it last week because it came out last week, and I uh, finished the campaign. And I'm sort of doing the alternate minion, you know, like the precision and cover and demolition. Yeah, those are wicked, they are. Yeah, yeah I'm not not such multiplayer yet. I haven't played that since the beta. So I was going to say maybe I killed you and I didn't know it, but no, no, I'm just... no, no, <laughs> not, not. Maybe we play sometime. Yeah, yeah, but... yeah, yeah, that'd be wicked actually. Of course, there is a you can um, like invite you know team up with yeah. as well. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I think get... like yeah. Yeah, no, we'll do that. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I get mercenaries, I'll join in as well sometime. Yeah, definitely. Seriously, yeah. us should do a match totally. That'd be wicked. Actually, I've got a quick question about mercenaries because I can't seem to get a clear answer on this. Yeah. All right. Does it support any sort of co-op? No. Okay. No. Oh, well, that's a bit of a shame. That's kind of... I mean, it doesn't support co-op. Yeah. Campaign is strictly a single-player affair. Every yeah. multiplayer is basically kill or you're on a team and you kill the other yeah. team. Thing. Yeah. yeah, it's just... Yeah, yeah multiplayer, that multiplayer. kind of puts me off it a little bit. It it might be an amazing, yeah, it might be an amazing game, but I liked I like co-op in shooting games. Yeah, I wouldn't let that, I wouldn't let that put you off though. It's still a really good game. Trust, I'd give it a go if I were you and see how experience a really good shooter on the handheld. I think that that's a good enough reason to try it out. Oh, I will be trying it out, but it just went from rushing to buy it tomorrow oh, to rushing to buy it in a couple of weeks. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. still going to rush to buy it. It's still an amazing game, and I'm not going to put that any way. Yeah. It's, that's not going to affect it in any way. But it was still something that was in my mind, and if it was in the game. Yeah, I see, man. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else, Paul, before I interrupted uh, you? I've been playing, like, I've noticed you've started my uh, Vita feature on the site, PS Vita games you need to play. I've been playing the next game in it. I've done two, Hotline Miami and Thomas was alone. Now I'm doing the third one, which is uh, Velocity Ultra. Oh. It's a really good game. I love Velocity. It, 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 is, yeah. it is the best video game, and this is not just because I'm in it. It is the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You should play it. You should play yeah, it. You should play it. If you've not played it, yeah, play Velocity Ultra. It's great. I and I'll tell you why. It. You'll find out when it goes off. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'm looking forward to reading that. <laughs> uh, and I guess I'd say, to say what I've been playing. Go for it. Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> I know. This this will be right. bombshells for everyone. Nobody will notice this. Yeah, I've been pretty much playing Final Fantasy XIV the entire... Whatever this has been since last podcast. A couple of weeks. Yeah. I've lost time. And space it's all become a blur to me all I can think is I must do some mining must do some goldsmithing oh I can make something new and shiny Ooh. how many hours have you logged on that? I don't yeah. know probably about 100 maybe 150 I'm level 45 goldsmith I'm level 37 monk I'm level 37 miner um, yeah I've put too many hours into it already I wish I could like say, "Wow, that's awesome!" But I, since I don't know anything about the game, those numbers are meaningless to me. <laughs> I am throwing numbers. Basically, basically, it's like every RPG: as you level up, you get yeah. Now that sounds pretty. Uh, and goldsmith: as you level up, goldsmith, you'll get new crafts that you can make, new items. Mm-hmm. So right now, I can make up to pretty much the highest level gear now. 
Oh, okay. Which means I'm now starting to roll in money. I'm like, wee, I can jump into the pool of money like Scrooge McDuck and go, yes, I've got money <laughs> at last. <laughs> Sorry, I have to make a DuckTales reference there. It's been too long. And But yeah, apart from that, I've started Kingdom Hearts. I started that today because it came out today finally in the UK. Oh, is that when it came? I wasn't sure, actually sure when the hell it came out in the UK. It was earlier than I thought. Yeah, it came out today, a couple of days after America. Oh, I got the collector's edition, which is yes. Oh, what'd you get with that? It's just the game box is an art book. Uh-huh. Oh, right. So the actual... Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. Sorry, I remember now. Yeah, I, I do remember doing a story about that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice one, man. Anyway, I got that today. And I've, I've been playing that a bit and sucking because I can't remember the controls. I keep pressing... For some reason, I keep wanting to press in triangle to jump. I don't know why I want to press triangle for jump. But I keep pressing that and keep walking into walls because of this. I will master jumping. Oh yes, I will master jumping. <laughs> and I've also bought myself Mel Gisoid the Legacy Collection, which I yeah. don't know if I'll open or not because it's so beautiful. It's just so beautiful. <laughs> now that contains—is that like every Metal Gear Solid from the fir- from the first 3D Metal Gear? Solid? Um, no, from before the 3D. You got Mel Gear and uh, Mel Gear Two Solid Snake from the MSX. Oh, of course, I bet they're included from the um, yeah because they came with Metal Gear Solid Three, I think. Yeah, is yeah. a bonus. You also oh, get special right. ops as well for the PS1. Special oh, missions, sweet. Yeah. VR missions. Yeah. yeah. And you get, of course, Metal Gear 4, the newer version with the trophy patch already on, uh, Peace Walker and the two digital graphic, no- graphic novels, which I think is the first time in Europe. Yeah, oh. I think it, Yeah, I think, um, I, I think that's the case. Which is an yeah. amazing deal for the 44 quid it is. Yeah. Nice. You, get, oh, that... you get a lot of games for that price. But, but it would be nice. I haven't opened it yet, but I've just been read this that the PS One version is a download and not a disc. So it would have been yeah. nice for it to have been a disc, even if it was just a disc that opened up the PlayStation Store. I know that yeah, sounds that... a waste of a disc, but it was just been a nice to have all of them on a disc. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice to have a physical copy of everything. Yeah. I think. Yeah, definitely, especially with something like Metal Gear Solid. I mean, I've got my original, all my original discs in Resident Evil and stuff. Yeah. So I, I would never replace them. But yeah, that's pretty been, much been my week. Final Fantasy fourteen, grinding and looking at Kingdom Hearts going, oh, you're so beautiful. Carl is right. <laughs> you are an amazing game. Awesome, man. Um, so yeah, that's been my week. Now, before we finish up this podcast, really, I want to announce the amazing competition by Richard Archer. A lot of suspense oh, there, yes. because this needs suspense. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so good. I'll, re- I'll put the, I'll have the link put underneath this podcast. Basically, PSU and Dark Horse Comics have made a co- co- collaboration, and will be giving away some amazing art books from Remember Me, Dragon Age, and a few other titles like The Art of Final Fantasy, and The Last of Us. Oh, we're nice. Oh. Um, and the, the Final Fantasy book yep. is oh, so good. <laughs> it's every get from the first 10 Fantasy games, it's 640 pages. Holy 640 crap. page art book. Ah, diggity. Yeah, so that is one sexy art book. And the best thing to do is it's not the competition that started yet, um, but it will be open to anyone in Europe, America, and Canada. And Wait. they'll be announcing it on Twitter 
and Facebook and hopefully I'll get him to announce it on this as well because that would be good as well that would be cool yeah um, so keep an eye on that page and get ready for an amazing competition sounds good to me yeah um, yeah I haven't had a comp, a comp for a while so that's good so thank you Richard thank you for doing such amazing work yeah, big up to Richard, yeah. who also edits our podcast as well, so he's double. Yeah, he sorts out my voice so you guys don't have to put up with it too much. He's an amazing guy. <laughs> so, I think that's everything this week. We don't have any emails, do we? Oh, actually, I've had a question from. Or Twitter question? Yeah, from Mr. Rob Sweatslow. Oh, I can never say his name. Sweatslow. Sweatslow? Yeah, Rob, my man Rob. Yeah, my these questions Rob, yeah. aren't exactly questions, but we'll answer them anyway, Rob. How much can Lightning from Final Fantasy bench? Well, Rob, um, probably not as much as Mike. In between <laughs> Cloud and Mike. So, half the moon, maybe, I guess. What would you think? Oh, gotta love Rob. Oh, yeah, I've, well, obviously I can bench more, but... Yeah, you know. yeah, that's obvious, <laughs> come on. Your mic. Yeah, but I reckon. Yeah, I reckon. I reckon about half as much as me. We've got, you know, give um, give him some. Yeah, credit. plus she's got that gravity, like gravity device, which me- means technically she's cheating. Exactly. So <laughs> she might only be able to bench one tenth of what you can if she didn't have that device. All I know is I'll be able to bench lightning. Hell yeah, you would. <laughs> I think most men would like to bench lightning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, another question from him was, how many fags? Does Solid Snake smoke a day? Wow. I'm going to say oh. not as many if you're rubbish in the game and can't find goggles to see the lasers. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, <coughs> and the last question from Rob. Does Kratos bathe? And yes, with beautiful women. Yeah, Bob, definitely. Yeah, pretty much. Blood of monsters. Yeah. <laughs> blood of monsters. Oh, yeah, and blood of monsters as well, I guess. He bathes with, he bathes with the Kraken. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was pretty much all the questions this week. Nothing from our super fan Fon. No, but he did give us. Uh, he did say, "Have a good week and hope we do well tonight." He's cheering oh, us cool, on yeah. on Twitter, as always. I think I, think I, actually, I think I answered this question last um, by email. I think it was about. He did ask. Sorry, I'm not trying to overtake you. It's okay. He asked about um, uh, special guests and stuff. So um, I think. Um, have you got anything to say about that? Well, yes. Yeah. Um, we will have the amazing. Oh, I don't want to say his name wrong in case he gets offended. Well, Paul, you know Paul. his name, don't you? <laughs> Shahid Ahmad. Shahid Ahmad. He will. Shahid Ahmad. He will yeah. be here yeah. with Kyle and the rest of the American crew next week. Fingers crossed. Hopefully, if the moon yeah, is shining, hope, yeah, we are hoping this will be the case. We are we're currently arranging it now, but we are hoping this will be. The case. Yeah, and yeah. this should be arranged for next week. So make sure you're ready for him. And I will be seeing Mr. Chin Soon Sun, the most, one of the most beautiful men on Twitter. Uh, I will see him in London at the end of this month. So uh, as I'm going to be having some personal time with him. Well, personal time. Yeah. Uh, I will ask him about the podcast then and hopefully... We will get another guest. Where we are going to have an abs off as well. Yes. Or being him anyway. <laughs> it's going to be a bit of an unfair match, Mike, isn't it, really? You're Mike. Actually, no, seriously, I'm not in any condition for an abs off right now because <sighs> I'm trying to bulk up. So that means lots of food. 
and a bloated stomach. Not that you welcome to my world. <laughs> and mine's always a bloated stomach. <laughs> it's probably awesome you eat in the day, but <laughs> I eat too much awesome. I'm. So I want to say my Twitter account is well. Actually, I'll go with Paul. What Paul? You announce yours first. Mine's at Paul underscore Kelly one. Okay, Mike, you don't have Twitter, do you? No, mine is um, I don't have one underscore at all. Hashtag oh no. <laughs> Hashtag I don't. Um, <laughs> and my Twitter account is Chili underscore UK, and you can contact me there anytime you want. I'm always on pestering people like I do on podcasts podcasts um, but Mike announce our email address because you're better at announcing oh, yeah, it of course. of course yes um, guys if you want to contact us for email it's uh, podcast at psu.com so just fire us a couple of emails and we will get back to you either through email or on the podcast well I want to say a big thank you to everyone for putting up with me as the host this mo- this week and don't worry it'll be the usual host of Kyle next week and then it'll be back to Mike at the end of this month for the proper British podcast. Hey, it's always hey, <laughs> hey. Let's face it; it's always proper as long as um, you're here, Ben. <laughs> anyway, people people adore you. <laughs> thank you all. It was great, fun. and thank God for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good fun. That was good fun. Anyway, ben. that was that was good fun. Bye. Till next See time, you later, guys. See ya.